time, pick up your Bible, Psalms 36, verse 9. Good to have everybody in the house of the Lord this morning. Psalms chapter 36, verse 9. All you folks out there in Radio Land, we are thankful that you join us today. (laughs) Psalms 36, verse 9. For in thee is a fountain of life, and thy light shall we see light. For in thy light shall we see light. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. In thy light shall we see light. In thy light shall we see light. Father, we praise you today. God, I thank you for your spirit, your presence that we feel in this place. God, you're an awesome God. You reign from heaven above with wisdom and power and love. Give us wisdom. Give me knowledge and understanding of you today, O God. Touch our hearts today, God. Purge us and cleanse us, O God, of all unrighteousness that we will be like you, Lord, in everything that we do and say. We love you, Lord. You're good to us. You've been so kind. You've been so faithful, O God. Words can never express enough thanksgiving to you for all you do for us god we thank you for just an opportunity to join together your word is true you tell us if two or three are gathered together in your name you're there in the mix of us oh god we sing together we pray together we call upon you together in needs and intercession oh god today because you're good lord and i just ask you lord to bless each and every one that's under the sound of my voice and those out there on radio land today oh god and those that cannot be here because of sickness but are listening lord that you would send a special anointing and touch upon them and heal them in every place lord and touch our hearts in this place that when we leave god we will leave changed renewed and refreshed in your name in jesus name amen you may be seated amen in thy light shall we see light the first thing that god said in the book of genesis was let there be light And there was light. We all know that light gets us out of darkness and allow us to be able to see God and his surroundings. Without light, nothing can live. God had Noah place the window in the top of the ark so that light could come in. Because if there was not light able to get into that ark, amen, as long as Noah was in there, he would have been distracted, he would have been obscured, and he would have caused blindness in his life. Satan desires, amen, to keep us blinded to the things of God. He does not want us to have a clear understanding of who God is because he knows that if we can see God, we will know God, and we will be able to accomplish what God wants us to do. Paul told the church at Corinth in 2 Corinthians 4, he says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them who are lost, and whom the gods of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your servants for Christ's sake. Paul says, if this gospel is hid, 
there are laws. He says, Satan has blinded the minds of them that believe not. But you and I today must realize that God wants us to walk in the light. He wants us to be the light in the world. As Jesus says in Matthew 5, 16, let your light shine that men shall see your good works and glorify your Father which is upon heaven. He says, you're a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. God wants you and I to be the light in this world so that others will be able to see the light that's in us that reflects the true light that will draw every man to him. Amen. We need to understand the value that God has placed on you and I but pulling us out of the world and putting his spirit in us. He is calling for you and I to be that city that is set on the hill. He wants us to be able to to reflect him to a lost and dying world so that everyone can see in the light. Because if we look into the light, if we walk in the light, then we can see where we're going. But if people cannot see where they're going, then they're going to stumble and they're going to fall. But God has chosen you and I to reflect that true light. Amen. That they can all see where they're headed and where they're going. It's all about Jesus Christ. Amen. It's all about Him. He is the light. He is the true light. Amen. And God wants you and I to reflect Him in this world. I want to talk to you today about the light that gets us out of darkness. John begins in John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of the light that all men through him. Amen might believe that was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. John was a witness just like you and I are to be a witness for Jesus Christ. We are to be witnesses of that light. Amen. David says in Psalms 119 and 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and is a light unto my pathway. God's Word is a lamp. God's Word is a light. And in the beginning was the light. Amen. Because God says, let there be light. And there was light. Amen. And this light became a man. This light took on flesh and blood, just like you and I. And now He places His Spirit within you and me, that we too can reflect this light to a lost and dying world. The world is dark. It is a associated with dark and God has chosen you and me and placed his spirit in us and set us in the midst of this world on a hill that cannot be hidden so that we can reflect him to a lost and dying world in his light shall we see light the word is a lamp unto my feet it is a light unto my pathway 
There are three that bear a record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Solomon says in Proverbs 27, 19, As water answers to face, Amen. So God answers to us. Amen. As you look into the water, as you look, you can see who you really are. Amen. And in his light shall we see light. We can see the true light by looking into the word of God. This is why the word is so important to us. We need to realize that the word is a lamp and the word is light. And in thy light shall we see light. If I really want to know who I am, if I really want to know what kind of person I am, all I've got to do is just look into the light. If I look into the perfect law, if I look into the light, I can see who I am. If you want to know, if people want to ask you, how can you know if you're saved? People have that question. How will I know if I will be saved? Get in the light. If you look in the light, you can see if you're lining up with the Word of God. If you're walking in the light, you can find yourself in the light because in the light there is no darkness. And once you look into the perfect law, once you look into the light, you can see light. You can answer your own questions because you look into the Word of God. Amen. John goes on and tells us, For God so loved the world that God gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. He that believeth on Him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is condemnation, that light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds are evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest their deeds should be reproved. God is light. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. We can look into the light, and we can see light. You can see where you are. Amen. There's no darkness in Christ. John said, this is the message that we have heard and declare unto you, that God is light, and in Him there's no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He is the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. John says the message is clear, that God is light, and all all we've got to do, brothers and sisters, is just keep looking into the light, and we can see clearly. We're going to the city where the Lamb is the light. We're going to the city where there be no more night. I've got a mansion over there, and I'll be free from toil and care. I'm going to a place where the Lamb is the light. When you understand the tabernacle and how Moses was given instruction to build the tabernacle, there was no lights in the holies of holies uh, or the holies of all 
Why? Because that's where God dwelled. And where God dwelled, there is no darkness. You don't need a light to reveal a natural light. Amen. Where God is, because He will shine bright at all times. He is the light of the world. He is God. Jesus says in John 8, 12, He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. You will always have God there with you when you're following Him. You will always follow the light, and there's no occasion for stumbling. There's no occasion to fall, because you're following the light that leads to eternal life. Isaiah, Isaiah 6 says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up in his train, filled the temple. Above it stood the serpents, each having six wings. And with twain they covered their face, and with twain they covered their feet. And with twain they did fly, and they cried one to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts, amen, of the door move as they cried, amen, one to another. And the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the mix of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the serpents unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues from off the altar, and he placed it upon my lips. I have said, Amen. And this has touched your lips, and your iniquities are taken away, and your sins are purge. And then I heard the voice of the Lord saying unto me, Who will shall I send? And who will go for me? Then said I, Hear my Lord, send me. When you look into the law, amen, when you look into the light, three stages begin to flow when you look into the light. The first stage when you come to the light is the recognition of your sins. Isaiah saw the Lord. He immediately recognized his sins and he cried out, Woe is me, for I am undone, for I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the mix of a people of an unclean lips. Amen. The second thing that you find when you look into the law is an experience of purging. You realize I've got to be touched from an old apostolic altar. I've got to have fire come up the altar to touch me, to purge me, to cleanse me. We're cleansed by the Word of God. He touches us. As the old song says, somebody touch me. And all the joy that floods my soul, something happened. And now I know Jesus touched me. And now I am whole. And the third stage that flows when you look into the liberty of the law is the abandonment to obedience and service. You realize when you look in the law, I've got to be obedient to the Word of God, and I've got to get involved in the service of the Lord. Isaiah said, I heard the voice of the Lord, and I said, Hear my Lord, send me. So the three stages that flows when you look in the light is first you recognize your sin, second you experience the purging, and third is abandonment to obedience and service 
and the Lord. When you look at the Lord, when you look into the light, it begins to reveal to you the light. When Moses came to the burning bush, amen, the Bible says in Exodus 3, 6, that Moses hid his face. He was not able to look upon God. The light was just too bright. Amen. Job, after Job encountered the light, the Bible says in Job 42, 6, that Job repented and dust and ashes. And Luke 5, 8, when Peter realized his sins, he cried out to Jesus Christ, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. You see, when you look into the light, the light will begin to reveal your sins. It will show you what you need to purge yourself of, and it draws you to the service of Almighty God. What are you looking for when you look in the Word? You'll never know who you are until you look into the Word. In that light shall we see light. Amen. In that light shall we see light. In Acts 16, the Bible says, at midnight, amen, as Paul and Silas begin to sing and pray and to praise God, there was a shaking and the jail was shaken and all the chains were loose. And what did the jailer call for? The jailer called for light. The jailer called for light. It was at midnight that the jailer began to cry for light. Amen. Amen. Paul and Silas began to reel to him who Jesus Christ really was. I come to tell someone tonight that midnight is the darkest hour. Amen. Midnight is the hour just before the breaking of day. Midnight, amen, can be anything that's dark and you can't see your way. Midnight can be any time and everything in your life is going wrong. Midnight can be that time when you feel all hope is lost. Amen. And you seem to have there is no hope. Midnight can be when you're in so in debt and you don't have things to pay your bills with. Midnight can be when you go to the doctor and he gives you an evil health report. Midnight can be when nothing is going right in your life and in your family's life. Midnight can be when your loved ones is backslid. Midnight can be when there's a death in your family. Midnight can be when your lights don't come on. Midnight can be any dark time in your life. But I come to tell you, follow the jailer's example. He hollered and said, somebody bring me a light. And as they brought him the light of Jesus Christ, he began to look into the light and he began to cry out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? And Paul said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in your house and you shall be saved. And they took him that very hour and they baptized him in his household in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when you look into the light, you're going to see the light. Amen. David said in Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, come upon me to eat up my flesh, 
they stumble in their fall. The host encamp against me, and this I will not fear. The war rise against me, and this I will be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. For in the time of trouble, He will hide me in His pavilion, and the secret of His tabernacle, He shall hide me. He shall put me on a rock, and my head will be high around about me. Therefore will I offer this tabernacle, the sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yeah, I will sing praises to the Lord. Why? Because I've looked in the light, and I've seen the light. No darkness here. Amen. The Word of God is a lamp. It is a light. You look into the law, you look into the light, and you can see where you're going. God is my refuge, and God is my strength. He's a very present help in trouble. Though the earth be moved, and though the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea, be still, God says, and know that I am God. I will be exalted in the earth. I will be exalted in the heat. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. When you're in the rivers, I'll be with you. When you're in the fire trials of your life, they shall not burn you, and neither shall the flames kindle against you. Why? Because I have called you by my name. You are mine, saith the Lord. I've given nations for you. You are God's light in this earth. David says, Now I know that the Lord will save his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen to stand upright. Save, Lord. Let the king hear me when I call, because in his light I can see light. In his light I know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose, for whom he did foreknow, to them he did all predestined to be conformed to the image of his dear son. Amen. If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. Nothing shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, my Lord. I looked into the light, and I've seen the light. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. I've looked into the light, and I've seen the light. God is my refuge. God is my strength. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie in green pastures. He lead me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk 
through the valley of the shadows of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. He prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. He anoints my head with oil. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Why? Because I've looked in the light, and I've seen the light. There's a city beyond the starry skies. There's a city where there never comes a night. If we're faithful, we'll go there by and by.